Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Dinosaurs Are Extinct. Now, how can we get rid of these homosexuals? Woo! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Present good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. It's a new week. That it's also a new month. So that means your favorite duo is back for shits and giggles, for shenanigans. For some real nigga shit, for some gay shit, everything under the sun. I'm one half of this operation. I'm John Salvatore. I am joined by my partner in crime. What's up? What's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman, uh, first of his name, uh, MTV's uh, best villain, uh, blurred, all the other shit. Whatever. I'm back. <laughs> we back, nigga. We are back. We. This is our fifth. Well, this is our fifth issue of Gay Side Stories this year, but this is not our fifth collaboration this year because we right. have put in some work this year. Like we 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 were putting in the work. Um, how well, I'm not going to ask how have you been because we chat very frequently. <laughs> so right. what's going on just in the state of the world with Rank Coleman? Shit, who the fuck knows? Y'all know better than me. Listeners, let me know what's going on with me. Because shit, I'm tired, bro. <laughs> I'm on autopilot. Uh, Whatever variant I got out there is in control. I just be chilling. I get drunk. I lay up. And my body does whatever the fuck it does. Um, I'm with shit, you because I'm tired. Oh, I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. Like I, need, <laughs> like, I had a great time in Houston. And I got back yeah. and I was relaxing. And that was like three weeks ago. I'm ready yeah. for another mini vacay. And that I'll will be coming uh, in the form of a very long weekend for Memorial Day weekend. So, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, life, it Damn. does not stop. And that is a good thing. <laughs> but that is also like, damn, why I got to be an adult? Like, Yeah, I, fuck this. Oh, I didn't sign up. I didn't ask to be born. Like I, I didn't ask for this. You know no. what? This, I, this was against my will. This was against my will. Yeah. So, what are we gonna do? Are we going to be spicy and do our smasher pass, or are we going to fan cast? Also, let's start with a fan cast. Let's let's start off nice. All right. So, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll, 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 I'll go, I'll go. Um, oh, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. See, uh, don't, nah, don't drag me. Let me tell you, <laughs> listeners, this nigga drags me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give the context of the conversation because that is our personal <laughs> business, but this nigga here drags right. me. I had to clutch my imaginary pearls because I was like, 
you better you better drag me that that, yeah. is, that is true friendship right there i was like okay well, shit. listen look man this is I, I feel like this is gonna be pretty well i hope i hope it's easy um so this is um a live action show and with the success that is garnered um I'm a little behind, but I'm going to use this as my way of getting caught up. I want to to fan cast, recast Abbott Elementary. Um, I would like uh, the top, the top Nick, top niggas, Lord, uh, Janine and Gregory, Barb, Melissa, Ava, and Jacob, the the main, the main Avengers. Okay, so ooh, um. This see this will be easier than interview with the vampire. <laughs> it's a class. It's a it's a current show, mm-hmm. and this may spark some controversy. And I'm not trying to be that guy. <laughs> I do. I hate Janine's character. Oh like, no! <laughs> I don't. I don't. I I think Quinta is genius. I just I don't like Quinta as Janine. So this will be very easy for me so ah okay so i'm cast and i can use any decade of that free reign yeah it could be anytime okay so for janine let's see you know what for janine i want to go rachel true hmm and the great thing about that is with Rachel True, you won't know if it's the 90s, 2000s, right. the 2020s. Yeah. You'll barely be able to catch. So right. Rachel True as Janine, as Gregory. Hmm. Hmm. As Gregory. Uh, let's see who's in that space. For Gregory. I I'm not the biggest fan of his, but I think he would work good with Rachel. Mm. I want to go Donald Glover as Gregory. Mm. Okay. Okay. Or Jacob. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Big dog. Big dog. In the racial bay. Ah, for Jacob. I want... Hmm. Shit. Ah, oh, it was just on top of my tongue. Ah, oh, let's see. <laughs> for Jacob, I want... I want to go Zach Galifianakis for Jacob. Mm, okay. Little body positivity for that ass. And for Barb. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I see for Barb. It's your lead. Let's see. I want to go. Hmm. 
Who do I want to go for Barb? Ah! Oh, this is tough. For Barb, I want <laughs> to go... I want to go Candy Alexander for Barb. Mm, okay. Hey. Mama Pope. And I can see that. Yeah. for Melissa. Ooh, for Melissa. For Melissa, I want to go Melissa McCarthy. Bro. <laughs> Oh man, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. That yeah, is I who I want to go. Oh, this is an interesting cast. Okay. Okay, um, okay. So I am taking one of my favorite properties. Okay. From the 90s. Mm. And you have free range. I want you to fan cast the night the mid-90s X Factor roster. That is Havoc, Polaris, Strong mm -hmm. Guy, Multiple Man, Wolf Spain, and Quick Silver. And you have full creative range. You can do what you want. Okay. Okay. Uh, Havoc, Polaris, Strong Guy, Multiple Man, Wolfgang, and Quicksilver. Ooh, shit. Okay. First off, Polaris Yahara Shahidi. Lately, I've been seeing her and she looks like fucking Angela Bassett in a very different way than Kiki Palmer looks like or uh, embodies Angela Bassett. She is. I don't know what's going on. Maybe this is my bisexual awakening, but I need Yahara Shahidi. <laughs> Episode yeah. title, my bisexual awakening. <laughs> I got to have her as Polaris. I, I need it. it. I don't give a fuck. I, you I, know what? I, I, mm. I, I see the vision. You know why I see the that, vision? Because that, <laughs> I feel Yara Shahidi is baby Kerry Washington, and mm. I have been saying Kerry Washington needs to play the mistress of magnetism, Lorna Dane. So you know what? Get it. I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> I can see that. Um, let me go right to to the to the boo havoc. So if I got Yahara, Yahara, Yahara Shahidi as um, Polaris, then I need. See, that's the hardest part. Is the the dude. havoc? Okay. Mm. And then when I'm casting havoc, I'm thinking like forethought. Season two introduces Cyclops. What nigga could pair up good with him? Right. Um, let me see. Okay, Havoc, Havoc, Havoc. I want to go with Tyler Lepley. Um, I can see him. See, it's him or Jeremy Pope. And I think Jeremy Pope, though, a queer. Well, ooh, I don't know. I think yeah, he does identify as queer. I, I think that he would he could pull it off. But uh, I still got to default to Tyler. I got to go with Tyler. Um... I liked his performance as Diamond in P-Valley, and I liked his performance, I forget his character name, but in Harlem, um, I feel like that was two totally different roles, and he right. did good with both of them, so I think he would kill it as uh, Havoc. So I gotta go with Tyler. Um, Strong Guy. Strong Guy is Latino, right? I think he's Guido, uh, yeah. He's, well, he can yeah, be Latino. I, I think he is Italian. Ah, oh, fuck. You damn right. Lord, sorry guys. Uh, let right. me see. 
who who would I uh, I want to cast a white person. I never cast white people in these. It is very seldom that you cast a Caucasian during our fan casting. Like ever. What the hell? Um, Mila Kunis. No. I just... ah! <laughs> um, let me Come see. Smiling. Bro. Yeah, that's her. That's her. Um, I like I like the character. Why the fuck did I think he was Latino? Um, I can see it though. Who is the guy? This is such a cheat, but who's the guy who played Bane in um, Tom Hardy? Was it Tom Hardy? Yeah, well, no, I don't want him there. Um, but see, that is a white man I truly enjoy, though. Like, there's mm, let me come back there. I'm gonna put a, put a pin in strong guy. Um, multiple man. Let's do multiple man. Um, who do I want to see many copies of on screen? Um, actually, I would go with Jimmy Pope. I want to go with Jimmy Pope with the the looks that he's been turning with the fashion and with the roles yes. he's taking. If we get to uh, X Factor Investigations where he's leading a show or a book, I want to see more of him. I want to go with Jeremy Pope. I feel like. That's a man who you don't mind seeing thousands of copies of. So I'm going Jeremy Pope, um, Wolfsbane, Quicksilver. So Quicksilver and Polaris are siblings. So let's go with who could play off Yahara Shahidi really well. Um, I want to go, I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go with Andre Holland from Moonlight. I'm going to okay, go with I like him. It, I like it. He's a bit older, and again, I'm thinking for it. If you get uh, oh, I like that, bruh. I want, I, I want him. Mm -hmm. I could see because how I feel like I feel like the twins are older than Polaris, right? Yeah, that's how I see it. They gotta be at least four or five years, like, if not more. I, I, I was thinking seven to ten. I would say that much too because well, Eric's youngest daughter, like the human chick who was killed. She was like, if Wanda is 30, that girl was like four. Like they are, they got a huge age gap. Um, the, the human girl. So yeah, I would say about seven to ten sounds about right as well. Um, but yeah, I would then like I can, to see then him. I can see Andre mm -hmm. Holland's being quicksilver. Yeah, cause because I'm also thinking like I would I would want to pair a woman with him as Wanda. Who is you know a bit older as well, or can play older, um, but yeah, I would I want to go older. I want to go older. So um, so I go Angela Bassett. Yeah, no, um, so I, I'm doing Andre Holland for Quicksilver. Uh, who they got? They got Strong Guy and Wolfsbane left. Let's do for Strong Guy. Fuck, this was going. This was going to get me kind of caught up here. Um. Actually, let's switch it up all together. I want to go, um, Louis Tan. Louis Tan is a, a Asian dude who I forget the shit he on, but I know he was an Iron Fist and he played that drunken dude who uh, Iron Fist had to fight. Louis Tan is a fine ass Asian man. I think his mm -hmm. dad's white and his mom is Asian. He's like six something like. Bulk him up in CGI, or whatever. But I want him. I want him to be strong guy. 
Yeah. Give me give me that nigga. Okay, and then Wolf's Bane, last but not least. Um she got the religious stuff, she got the, the wolf transformation. I hmm. actually oh I feel so weird saying this girl, but I don't know if you've seen the new maybe not like watched it, but seen the uh Queen Charlotte thing on Netflix, the chick that's playing the young version of that um uh, Vivica Fox looking lady. Um yeah. what's her name? Ar Arizma Arizma something Arizma Thomas. I've I watched the first couple episodes. I won't admit this again. I don't care if it's a recording. I watched the first couple episodes and um <laughs> I was like, oh I want to see her and more stuff. Um I got I'm gonna go with her because I think she really killed it in what I've seen so far. And she could play the emotional. She playing, you know, beneath a queen. I think she could translate that to religion and have this tortured religious, uh, I don't know, arc. So I'm, I want to go with her, Arisma okay. Thomas. I think that's her name. So yeah, that's that's my team. Fuck. I I like Damn. it. I like it mm. because with you, put, I'm kind of building off of it with your casting of Andre Holland as Quicksilver. My mm-hmm. mind goes to Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, fuck yeah. Magneto. So I definitely see them being father and son. Oh, hell yeah. Can you imagine him, Yahara Shahidi, and Andre Holland like playing a scene bruh, as, as family? Oh. And quiet oh. as it's kept, I could see, since we're going a little bit older, I could see Regina King mm. as. Scarlet Witch. I could see that. Nigga. Nigga. I, I fucking I lose my that. mind. Her and Andre Hopp, like, and I and no shade to him because his career I'm not as familiar with, but I feel like that would be such a fucking boost. And to see them two, Regina as fucking Scarlet Witch, man. Ain't no way. I lose my shit. I, I, think, that, I think that would be very interesting. Ooh, nigga. Now, I like the food. Yeah. Now we getting with the shit. So, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> about to get a little freaky dicky up in here. Bro. <laughs> so, we are going to do smash or pass. Yes, yes. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you go first. I want to. All right. So, you know, I love yeah. a good theme. Our first okay. player, Chris. Hemsworth. Smash, Smash or pass? Smash. Yep. Oh, it, it let us know how are you going to smash the ass. Well, I'm going to tell you right Thor. now. This nigga got to dress up as Thor. I, like, that's I, it. There's I, no I, could, way. I wouldn't imagine it any other way. <laughs> no way. Like, you got to. What the fuck? And we fucking fucking. Um, I, he... I feel like his sex will be good. I feel like it'll be adventurous. I feel like even when it's bad, it's good because right. he feels very good about let's let's do it out in the woods in the trees. Let's do it in the backseat of the car. Let's do it in this Kroger bathroom. I feel like he's that type <laughs> of person. I'm okay. like this this dumb jock that ain't really dumb and uh really is as uninhibited as you are. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's controllable. You can definitely put one of them uh circuit party harnesses on him and just go to work. Oh, so ride him like a fucking horse. So 
Yeah, I'm I'm that's smashed immediately. <laughs> Next up, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Oh, smash. Of course. What the hell? This suave ass nigga. This alabaster king. Yeah. Chris Pine could definitely now older. I'll say younger, like early two thousands, maybe late nineties. As far as like movies and shit, he didn't do nothing for me. At Probably all. got daddy issues, but seeing him in his older age in the roles in uh, like red carpets and GQ magazines and shit that I've seen, I'm like, okay, I could see that. Let's let's get on um, with the Jungle Fever. So I'm definitely with that. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, I'm. I, I feel like he's he's really. I guess all actors would be good to an extent but I feel like this nigga he how do I put this you know some people you like in their field or classification like you see them and you can see like the standout and I don't even mean it like he's the best person out there but like let's be real gay for a second Beyonce I think she is a phenomenal artist and just with the way she's crafted her last few albums show you she stands apart Right. but I feel like He's one of them people that even not thinking of his artistry, if you just look at a room full of niggas that look like him, he's standing out. Like, that's the one your eye is going to, famous or not. And I feel the same way about Giselle. And, but long story short, I think he fucks really well. Um, mm-hmm. I think he is uh, got, you know, them, uh, um, what is it? Uh, fucking lingeries that's damn imported from Scotland with the finest yak fur or whatever the fuck else like I feel like he's that he's the real life Bruce Wayne so I feel like he fucks good yeah okay I'm with it I'm with it <laughs> Chris Pine high mm-hmm. and last and certainly not least Christopher Jamal Evans Christopher Jamal Evans um oddly enough this may be a no for me what? This might be a no for me because I don't. There's something about him. Like, if you had to ask me this about three, four, five years ago, yeah. But what? there's something about him that does not sit right with me. It does not sit right in my spirit. Oh, no. I would hang out with this nigga all day long. We could, we, I don't know. He could give me hair, but I don't, I don't know that I would, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. There's just something going on there that just does not feel right. It might be that mustache, maybe. I can see but that. that mustache. I can't, I can't, I can't. We can hang out, you know. I'll watch you fuck somebody. Like, ah, don't do your that's thing. That's my Chris. That's <laughs> like, but, fun. you know, I'll even, you know, give you a high five once you know But, like, nah, I can't. I don't want to do it. I'm going to pass I thought it was gonna be a three P. Okay, okay. No, I, I'm nervous. I am nervous on who I'm getting. Um. Okay. So first, Chris and work mostly. <laughs> okay. So I I got a little theme here. Um. Start off with O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea. Ah. Uh, O'Shea. Um. <laughs> what the. <laughs> O'Shea Jackson Jr. or O'Shea Jackson Senior? Oh yeah, Junior. I'm sorry, Junior. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a pass because okay, I get like that would be a that would be somebody on my team that I would just want to be real, real tight with, like four flats in a Cadillac. 
So mm-hmm. I unfortunately would have two friends on that. Okay, okay. So I have to pass mm-hmm. on O'Shea Jackson Jr. Even That's though he's fair. a little cutie pie, but no. I That's uh, fair. I, I, don't, I don't have the uh your fortitude. <laughs> fucking, um okay, what about Romeo Miller? Uh, um, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm gonna have to pass again. Oh, I, I don't. I've never seen like okay. A great body is cool. I've I've been saying this my entire life. A great body is cool. A greater face is always gonna be the supreme. Yeah. I where I I again he's got a great body. I, I I can see the appeal in him that other people see. Mm-hmm. I just think he's just run of the mill. Like okay, it's just like no, that's fair. oh okay. Like hey, how's it going? No thanks. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I couldn't I couldn't even fake it. No, pass. Yeah, okay. Then I I feel like I know how this is gonna go there. Jaden Smith. Who's Jaden? Oh, uh, oh, um, famous kids. Um, oh, shit. Ah, uh, um, mm, ah, uh, ah, I, ah, uh, yo, even the, okay, so I know he's an adult. But he's still oh, yeah, I get a child it. to me. A little skinny ass nigga. Now I will I say I was feel like oh, I could be I I feel like old I feel like I don't want to be his dad. <laughs> now I do want to put in this caveat that I was going to go with Trey initially, but I was trying to like stick to theme, which is still kind of fits the theme, but not it the does. same way. Yeah, so Okay, so I'm gonna give you this. <laughs> it's a hard pass on Jaden because He's he's just too childlike, but Trey absolutely to the room. Okay, okay, okay. That I I feel like, yeah, he he, yeah he gives me. I'm with it. Let me spit in your butt. I spit in your butt, Trey. I don't. (laughs) So yes, okay. So so good, good. Because I I, like I said, I would the theme of course is children of fucking rappers or whatever. Yeah, I um. I, I wanted to go with the children that were like in the spotlight because like Trey was my first thought. I was like, man, I think Jada would be more name recognition. It's the more famous um, son, but yeah, I, I yeah, I think Trey is definitely a um, fuck all day long, long weekend fucking. So. Yes, like <laughs> I'm leaving the office early Thursday, returning <laughs> Tuesday morning. <laughs> But we're going to take a little break and we will be right back. And we're going to get into a very interesting topic that you don't want to miss. So we will catch you in a few. What's up? What's up, y'all? We back. We back. And uh, we're getting into something that's a a little heavy. So go ahead, refill your drinks. Well, you should do that already. Uh, John, you you ready? You ready for this, bro? Uh, I'm nigga. I I'm ready. I was born ready, so I got to get ready. Let's let's fire it <laughs> off and all some of this. <sighs> okay. Um. So recently, I ran into a bit of a situation at the nine to five, and it's been odd. Um. 
And, you know, we all have our feelings about socializing at work and making friendships and friendships outside of work and whatnot. Never. And uh, <laughs> right, I'm in a space where I am in a new department, uh, but it's a mix of old and new people. And I have a couple folks in my team who I've known for a few years. Uh-huh. And it recently has come to my attention that there is a host of bigots that uh, that I work with. Oh, yeah. So, so this this week's main topic is um, bigotry in the workplace, and you know just all that that encompasses. Um, with me, I want to add in, I guess, a dash of like passing, uh, because I spoke with this young lady, and the call started off so great, like she was checking on me. We were in a meeting that I was completely disgusted with, and you, it, it was red all over my face. And she's like, you know, hey, what's going on? How you feeling? And we got to talking. I'm like, man, I'm good. You know, I'm just ready to work. And it snowballed into just a, ch- a casual conversation about life and work and, you know, our next projects coming up. And somehow we got on the topic of, because me and her are the same age, but we're from two different states. And, like, talking about our upbringing, like, um, uh, uh, baking classes, uh, home ec, um, sex education and things of that nature. And then right. she got to talking about so how her kids have sex ed uh-huh. and they're in elementary school, but that uh-huh. they gave the parents a chance to review the material before opting in or out. And I'm like, okay, that's cool um, that you at least get to see. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, well, how did you feel about it? We talking, she this and that. We should give her opinion. And I said, well, that's good that you and your husband got a chance to review it first. So even if you opt out, you can give her and your your other kids the information you want them to have. Right. She said, yeah, because, you know, they um they out here pushing agendas, and that is a red flag like a motherfucker. Whenever Ooh. I hear the word agenda, I know some bullshit's going to follow. Absolutely. And so I was, I was like, all right. And, I, you know, I kept talking past it because I'm like, bro, I'm not going to give you the chance to fuck up my image of you. Not yep. on this call. She circled back. We got off there. She's like, yeah, because, you know, they're giving kids the chance to uh, decide if they want to be gay or straight or non-binary. I don't think and that's that? how that works, but okay. Look, I said, that's, that's, not, that's not really how that is. And so within talking to her, um, we, how do I put this? We deal with the general population, but then we also deal with new folks to our company. And she made mention of a person in her department who, and these are her words, wants to be a woman, but you got this beard. Wait, what? Like I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Did I mm-hmm. hear? Did I hear? Yeah. Okay. That's what she said. And I was like, I said, well, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, it's, I'm going to just say his name, Michael. He's like, his name, Michael, and he want to be a woman so bad. And this and that. And I was like, but are you, I said, I want to make sure I'm clear. Are you saying that he is like a feminine? Or are you saying that he's letting you know he identifies as a woman? He's like, yeah, he says he's a woman, but I um, he bringing that shit to my job, and I was like, ma'am, he's bringing it to the job. You don't own the job. Ma'am, I, I said, what is the? She said, well, I don't, I don't want to call him by this name. I said, well, I said, I understand how you feel. It's weird to me. I said, but instead of you giving this person all this heat, I said, can you not? maybe talk within the parameters of our job because if our job is literally saying 
we have to call this person by the documents that we have on file. Right. And you give them that information. I said, you're going above and beyond to be hateful as hell, regardless if you agree with it or not, you at work. Um, it's like, well, no, I, I could never call somebody uh, by a different name. I said, ma'am, who's your favorite rapper? Jay-Z? Oh, okay. I said, who's your favorite group? Wu-Tang? I said, name some of the members of Wu-Tang. I'm like, I'm going to stop you there. That's not their name. That's not their God-given biological exactly. governmental document name. I said, do you think Jay-Z's name is Jay-Z? His name is Sean. What do you mean? So we... I said, I'm not about, I'm not going to do it. I said, I'm not going to do it. She said, well, I don't know why you care so much. I said, why wouldn't I care? She said, well, because these uh, trans people, and then it got, it, it got to be a conversation that was slowly, well, quickly going down the drain. I was like, well, you know, you got to do what's best for you and what's best for the company. And regardless of how you feel, these niggas is here. If you think right. they're just faking to be women, that's all fine and good. But what I can say is we're, we're working virtually. None of these quote unquote trans women is trying to come in your bathroom with your kids because you work from home. They work from right. home. Right. And I, I, it just, it, it blew my mind because I wasn't expecting it. It truly caught me off guard. I don't think everybody, even the folks who look like me, agree and have my same values. But because our work is specifically in medicine, like that's, that's our industry. Right. I I just assume that even if you disagree with the existence of trans people, which is why you could disagree, but that don't make them less real, um, that you would have the wherewithal to like remember you're at work. I it just I don't know. So I just I just needed to like I don't know, man. It, I'm still honestly fucked up behind it, not emotionally. I, but I can understand because like, that's where. We're at work. Like, this is still work. Look, work. And the well, shit you, you call yourself complaining about. Bro, not... I'm saying, I'm saying. Um, but I'm in a very unique situation where we have projects that I can't do. Like, I physically can do the shit on my own. But the way the job is set up, you're you're always paired up with two or three people. Right. You're always in a communal environment. And then we have meetings every five fucking minutes. And so I got to see these bigoted, weird ass fucking gargoyles. I'm like, bruh, what? And so again, I'm like, do you, you don't even know who the fuck you're talking to. I said, I'll fuck niggas in the ass. What are you talking about? You sit here talking shit about gay folks and agendas and shit. I'm like, bro, you think because my voice is heavy? And I look like I could be one of your cousins or uncles. That that mean I don't. I like, bro, to have this idea that everyone should. That's the privilege of being part of a dominant um, category. Like you right. being a straight woman, like being able to assume that everybody, everything you meet is the same or has your same. But I don't, as a queer person, I don't. I never assume that. I always think it's some bigots or some hateful motherfuckers or. Hell, shit! I I don't know if you trans or not. You know what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> okay. I just think it's weird. That winged eyelid weird. could could suggest otherwise, Martha. But okay, man. So so I don't know, bro. It's just the the work situation in of itself is already a fucking headache, and then to add this on top of it, and I think the shock and frustration comes from me thinking that though this ain't somebody I was gonna go hang out with. Right. I had some sort of solidarity with this person, and it could be, mm -hmm. you know, she's a, a black woman, 
my same age. We have a lot of the same lived-in experiences. And it's like, uh, yeah, just because all skin folk ain't kin folk. I'll say that. So, <sighs> bruh. I agree. So mine is a, is 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 older, and I I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. I know I've told the story to some of my friends. So this is two thousand and sixteen. I I had like the sh- the show was relatively new. So this happened during training for a job that I started in September of 2016. So I want to mm-hmm. say that training was like three months. So this is, I want to say a few weeks before Thanksgiving. And, you know, tr- the training class, It I want to say it was 16 of us in training. Mm-hmm. And it was predominantly Black. And brown. It was predominantly black. So it was 14 blacks, one Latina, and three whites. Those were like the, the pupils of class. So this was a new training for me. The, how the training was set up one, it was the longest training I've ever been in for a gig. And it was two aides that were teaching the class and facilitating and of course the main trainer and then two managers were training too so again it's a lily the all of the facilitators all white and i actually found out that in, it wasn't given to me in my interview, but I remember, you know how you, you have conversations during downtime and training yeah. with coworkers, and they were saying that they were told that the company had to oh. diversify because it was majority a white company. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I remember somebody saying that, and I just was like, that's weird. Um, because you know, you would when I would come in, of course, I would see the majority white, but you know, I would see a few peppers and a salt shaker or what mm-hmm. I will never forget this day. <laughs> this was like a Thursday because I was like, yes, just one more day, and it's the weekend, because I was burnt the fuck out. And we're in training class, and I'm saying names because I, I have not worked at this job in 2017. <laughs> So it's this one girl, woman, her name was Hunter, and she, a goofy country looking girl, you know, nothing to write home about, you know, definitely Mm. extra from, you know, Little House on the Prairie if they were to read Mm. (laughs) And she was telling us, remember, the majority of the class is Black. Mm-hmm. Superiors are white. Mm-hmm. She start. We somehow one of the girls in the class was engaged, and they were planning her bachelorette party. And I guess that opened the door. And this is why I don't talk to coworkers. She was talking <laughs> about her wedding because she was newly married. And okay. yeah, so I'm in Virginia. And Virginia is the South, but it's not the South. 
there's racism, but it's not necessarily always in your face. So she's like, yeah, the wedding was great. You know, it was on a plantation. And, you know, one of the activities that we had at the wedding was picking cotton. And it was oh. just such a delight to pick cotton. Like, I just didn't think I'd have so much fun doing stuff. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, so if anyone knows me, my if, if I don't say it, my face will. I'm very expressive. I, I can't control. I can hold my tongue, but I can't hold my face. So I, I, I'm like, I'm taking this in. It is quiet. You could hear a mouse piss on cotton. It was that mm. quiet. And she keeps going on. And I'm just like, it's the delight that she was about talking about picking cotton Bro. at her wedding. Weird. I, when I tell you, I had to hold it in because I'm like, Don, this is a good job. <laughs> this is some good pay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So luckily, like 10, 15 minutes later, it was time to break. It was time to break break for whatever. So there were a few girls that, you know, I'm so close to this day that we we, we felt formed a bond. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so we're not gonna talk about what just happened in training. Man, we're not gonna talk about what the hunter just said. And the one lady was like, I know her ass did not just boldly and proudly and gleefully talk about picking cotton mm -hmm. in front of a predominantly black group. Like, mm -hmm. she was clearly not reading the room. And then the other girl said, and she got the nerve. No, no. So this is where it came back up that the company had to make strides of hiring black people like they really she she really couldn't read the room because she's like she had the nerve to talk about this shit given what's going on with the climate of this company i'm like mm -hmm. are you fucking serious and then like that was that we were on break for like an hour that was the base the audacity we just sat in those stunned like did this really just happen? Right. And remind, remember, people in this class, there were managers that were sitting in on the class. The managers didn't say anything. The facilitator didn't say anything. Like you could you could feel the tension in the room. That's fucked up. When yeah, this true. conversation was had, because she kept going, like if we're being silent and we're not being engaging, mm -hmm. why are you keep going on with cotton and how great it is to pick cotton? Are you fucking uh, serious? You dumb bitch. Really I'll, do. I'll never forget that as long as I live. I'm like, we talk about this from time to time in our group chats. I'm like, she re she really went on for like 15 to 20 minutes talking about her raggedy wedding. And picking cotton, and how she liked it, and how could you not like picking cotton? Excuse me, how could you not like picking cotton? Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, no way. Ain't and no fucking way. 
no one, nobody pulled us to the side. Nobody apologized. Mm. No, they just let, it was just like, she was talking about Garfield comics. It was just like, <laughs> really? Like, like it was just okay. Like that was just the norm. And that did play in my head a lot during the, my time there. And it was one of those things where you can tell they're trying not to be inclusive, but it's like, I always was like, how come there's no member of senior management that's black? Everyone is white. Everyone is white. And everyone is just like, like you, you, I always say this. You go where you are celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And as good as that money was, and as good as that that position was, mm -hmm. I lasted a year because I'm like, this is this isn't for us. This this yeah. culture is not it. Like, because mm -mm. the 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 not even the slick shit. It's the it's the same this this shit as if it's okay because you've always said it and not knowing how to read the room and not know I guess white people don't know how to code switch but how not to say certain things in mixed mm -hmm. company. Ah, again, they they're privileged of not needing to right just like, like you that. you guys are the help you'll be. You'll just have to adjust. Yeah, so fucking weird, bro. It's weird as fuck. Yeah. My the bigotry that I've always faced in you know the workspace is has typically been racial. Now there was one time, and mm -hmm. this was my first corporate job, and I, I worked there for seven years, and I I love that job, and it's funny because that job kind of got bought out by the company that I'm at now. Mm, okay. And I I will never forget. It was, I want to say this was, this was the fall of 2010. And okay. I got super sick. I like, I, I was like, this is 10 years pre pandemic. I was super sick. Like, at that point, when I would get sick, I would be sick for like three weeks because oh, something shit. about once once I got diagnosed with Crohn's back in like '94 and I had surgery, like mm -hmm. it fucked my immune system up, and oh, I would be sick. Like when I would get a cold or the flu, I would be down. But I'm like, I'm going to work because I, I'm, I'm my PTO is for vacation, not for staying home sick. Right. And right. I remember I would come in and I would I would this again, before the pandemic, I was disinfecting, you know, I had tissue, I had cough drops, I had nasal stuff. And I want to say I was walking out and I guess one of the ladies that I thought I was cool with was, you know, she was saying something to another lady and I overheard her say, she's like, he's been sick for like two weeks. I bet you it's AIDS. Oh it's, no! Why? Why what do I have the... to have? Why do I have to have AIDS? 
because oh, I've been sick for two weeks. What the a compromised fuck? immune system does not necessarily mean HIV, AIDS, any STI. I just have a my immune system is compromised. Oh my god! Like of, right, I'm like, yeah. I've already had some medical issues. I had the Crohn's diagnosis in '94, and then three years prior, I had Bell's palsy, and like my body just is not my friend, and mm. this cold is. Take it's taking a beating on me, and then I have to hear this from someone I thought I was cool with. Mm -hmm. Um, and so by the time we were were out the building, like she could see that I was, she she saw that I was close enough, but she didn't know how close I had been from her because I could have come from a different direction. But I heard it, and I'm just like, damn, I'm just like. And so I'm thinking, so that kind of played in my head. Like anytime I'm in the workspace, if I get, if I'm sick for, you know, X amount of time, do people automatically think I have AIDS mm -hmm. or I have HIV yeah. because I'm battling a nasty cold? That's crazy. That that feels so old too. That feels like, I don't know, that shit weird as fuck. And question somebody else's help, especially when your job, were y'all fucking? Like, did, did your job make y'all, like, penetrate each other every day? Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm, and my thing is, I'm in my own cube. Like, I already am misanthropic. I don't interact with people like that. And I'm so, why, why? I'm like, damn, bitch. Yeah, that's wild. That's yeah. a wild thing. <laughs> that's a wild So, yeah, Bruh, those were my two, um, uh, entries in, into this whole conversation. But Ray Coleman, yeah, take man. us out with first let the listeners know where they can find you, plug all your products, things uh, of that nature, and then take us out with something very liberating. Um you can find me at work, probably <laughs> sit today's house. Oh, uh, hit me up on Twitter. TikTok, Carefree Blur, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else, YouTube, same shit. Um, podcasts be coming out when it want to come out and shit. Uh, um, I want to know that. Know that. Uh, right, because I don't know like I know. Get it when you can't. No, um, I'll be doing that shit. Um, something, you said something liberating? Yeah, take us out something liberating. Um, shit, I don't know. I think... Um, Oh, there's this poem by this black um, civil rights leader. Um, I think if you get with her, she can do for you what Martin did for the people. She says, tip, tip, tip on hardwood floors, ten, ten, tens across the board. Um, face, 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 face. Ah, face card never declines. My God. Eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. Mm, yummy, yummy. Make a bummy, eat it. Make them pretty girls talk that shitty. Um, something on her kitty. Down, 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 bitch. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what she say? Fine, fine, fine for fine, fine, fine. Liberated, living like she ain't got time. Yada, 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 yada. Pom, pom, bomb, bomb. All that shit. But yeah, y'all. Um, fight for your rights. Gay rights. Uh, June coming up. Be an ally for more than them 30, 31 days or so. Just, just be, be an ally forever. Don't. Accuse your gay friends of having AIDS, please. <laughs> and we will be back next month for a super sized edition of Gay Side Stories. 
Until next time. Bye, guys. Hello.